When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man, I am uh, very excited that you and I have decided to go down this avenue here with Pretty Scary. I me, feel I feel me like too. I feel like Pretty Scary TV and Pretty Scary movies solid. This is the future. It is. This is some some bone con for the people. Bone con. Bonus ep. Uh, okay, so I'll I'll uh, I'll talk a little bit. Or actually no. I'm going to put uh, this one out for free because this is a thing Oh, by the way, everyone. Oh. Welcome to Pretty Scary. Yeah, Pretty Scary Boo. Pretty, hey. Pretty pretty scary fucking pretty boo. Fucking boo. Here we are. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Caitlin Cutt. We're your hosts. We're the hosts, and we're about to explain that this is going to be a prime example of the kind of bone con that you can get. Yeah. Uh, if you subscribe to the Unpops Network. Right. So Adam and I were having one of our sidebar conversations, as you sidebar. and I, as you and I are wont to do. Typically in chambers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we've been just trying to figure out a way to like work in. How are we going to, how are we going to get to talk about all of the extra paranormal content that you and I consume passively? Right. Right. <laughs> it's happening just, anyway. Just for fun. It's not for literally. Work. Yeah. Oh, I've got laundry to do ghost adventures. Fucking love it. Gonna have to clean out my fish tank. Fucking haunted, I guess, but we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Literally the scenario, by the way, in which I ended up watching this for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to clean out my son's fish tank. Yeah, we're basically, we're gonna recap episodes. We're not gonna do the crazy thing we're doing at the Conspiracy Podcast and trying to recap every episode of Ancient Aliens. Well. There are 14 seasons of that. I'm not doing that. And me and Laura Crawford will die before it's done. I'm sure of it. I don't understand why you're doing that. But, but wait, 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 wait. I think it's a great idea. I admire that you're doing it. Glad I don't have to. Right. There's That's the re, that's the full opinion I have. We're doing it a slightly different way here where we're just going to bounce around. Yeah. So we're going to watch. Talk about some eps. Some paranormal TV. Um, and also we'll do some paranormal movie reviews too because there's been, there are some documentaries that are really interesting. But there Caitlin. Are, yeah. There are four Blackwell ghost movies now. Boy, don't I know that. Also, also. Why? Why? Who does he think he's fooling? <laughs> that was one of our my favorite episodes we've ever done. And you're right. It's just kind of repopulated. Also, there's another one, uh, another bad found footage series on Amazon called Bad Ben. Oh, boy. And uh, it's not good. But there's right there in the title. Of course, it's not good. I, as as I was saying it out loud, I was like, well, I kind of buried the lead there, but I (laughs) can't really add to that. Um, but there are also like great, like very famous horror movies that have origins of very real 
quote unquote hauntings. Yeah, I think the Amityville horror is probably the earliest example of that. Yeah, the Exorcist is a yeah, solid Exorcist. Solid example. There's a bunch. So that's that's our strategy is that if it's rooted in reality on some level then that's we can cover it. We can talk about even it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre to some extent. Oh, Ed Gein, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Based on we could do a whole episode or series on everything that Ed Gein uh, influenced, from Psycho to Silence of the Lambs to there's a lot. We're gonna be recapping some some sods and yeah, some, some movies. Some, yeah, yeah. And we're starting with an episode of a Netflix show called Haunted. Haunted. Which I've actually not watched much of. But I, I watched the first episode of the first season, and then I watched this episode we're about to talk about. And I feel like this is the first episode of the second season. I believe is so. That what this is? It's called The Mimic. So I watched the first episode of this show. Or I'm sorry, I watched an episode of the first season of this show. And I think it was on a network before it was on Netflix. It might have been. I yeah. think Netflix purchased it and continued the second season. That could because be. Because I remember watching it and being struck by the format initially and being made very uncomfortable by the format and really could not and still cannot picture how they pitched this format and sold it. It I'm, is, I'm not talking about the premium recreate. I get how they got that through the door. But this weird, it looks like an intervention, but it's not an intervention. It's like a circle of support while this person is going to share their story. Right. But there's something inherently annoying to me about that, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's... In this episode especially, I get the sense that not everyone in that circle of support <laughs> is all that supportive. Okay, so this first uh, this first uh, episode of, of the second season is called The Mimic. The Mimic. Not to be confused with the 2017 South Gil- Korean horror film. Oh, there's the also Mimic. a Guillermo del Toro yeah. Mimic. Yeah. So we've got some SEO problems right out the Hard year. monster to, to Google. Yeah, well... Shocking lack of foresight on that monster's part. Right. Um, It's about a bunch of anemic people that move into the house from Fight Club. Basically, they they should have been expecting some haunting. All of those people have a serious vitamin D deficiency. Oh, yeah. They do not look healthy. And they were in Cleveland, Mm -hmm. so scary already. Yeah, and it looks like they move into the house owned by that guy who had all the women locked up in his basement it in Cleveland. It does. It also, looks like that house went on the market and they were like, oh, we've heard of that. See, this is the thing. People from California have no concept. If you tell me you have a basement, I'm like, really? Because nobody in I, uh, California, born and bred, yeah. nobody has a basement. Yeah, Does which not happen. was so, one of the weirdest uh, things for me to, to realize when I moved out here. And it's weird to realize how normal it is everywhere else. Yeah, basements every, are everywhere. Every, everywhere else has every, If you're in a house, you got a basement. Every, no. Yeah. See, to me, that's like, what is that, like another garage? Like, I don't even understand. So this house has this basement. It's in Cleveland where, you know, the women were kept. Um, Among other horrors. Yeah. So the lead, so the lead girl. Her name's Becca. Her name's Becca. And Adam, uh, you made an astute observation as to what she looks like. She looks like Rudy Giuliani. She really looks like tiny Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. She looks like that time Rudy Giuliani uh, dressed up in women's clothes. Yeah. For if you just whatever that, bulk that look. 
Yeah. Because she also has. You're going to need to de-age it a little bit. She's very young. Yeah. 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 It's like put Rudy Giuliani's young face on Rachel Lee Cook from uh, She's All That. Yeah. And that's exactly what this girl looks like. They even have her in like, I'm a painter. Like, yeah, it's one of those rare. I mean, it's not really true crime, but like in true crime reenactments, it's so rare when they come even close to actually they, capturing what the person looks like in the yeah. reenactments. This one, they they get it pretty well. They I mean, put, they there was they put some elbow grease into at least the lead. Yeah, the rest they, of them no. They spice her up a little bit, but yeah. that's because she's got to do some hardcore banging at one point. That in this comes episode. up. We're gonna get there. Um, so now the rest of the crew has this like lazy gothic look. They're not gothic. What is the name of this look? If you watch the episode, can you tweet at me and tell me what this look is? It's yeah, like they look like former goths. Like my grandma would say they look like communists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look like business goth. Like they have jobs now They're and they, like, they want to yeah, keep it sort of goth. They look honestly what they look like is what I remember young teen Gen Xers looked like when I was a kid. Not Gen Yeah, Gen Xers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an excuse. They shouldn't look like that. They shouldn't. They're, they're much younger. But they look like they listen to R.E.M. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. I don't know what. I mean, look, things come back. That's true. So I don't know. But if there's just. But 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 in addition, there's like the there's the nose ring thing. And then there's also just like chest tattoos in the glasses. You know, the glasses. Yeah, yes, the glasses. Like the, like the glasses that the, the girl on American Pickers wears. Yes, and like very severe uh, haircuts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we've, so, so I'm that, sure everyone. We're setting the scene. Now those people are in a circle. They're in a weird <laughs> semicircle. They're in an intervention circle. Yeah. While Becca tells her story. And weird dynamic. They were all, everyone in this group was friends first. Before Becca came along. And then fucking haunted Becca shows up and brings her goddamn ghosts with her. And her beeping machine. There, we, we called her, yeah. She's got some medical condition where here's, she here's stands my up. This is my theory. I don't know which girl it was. It may be several of them. But at least one of the girls in this crew hates Becca and is waiting for somebody to say something. It's just never going to happen. Yeah. And when you watch the show, you'll know exactly what girl that is. Yeah. <laughs> there's two of them. Kinda. The, one, okay. The, there's the, one that there's two that just no. clearly don't believe what she's saying. No. Even though they lived in the house. The, with there's her. two that don't believe, but one of them doesn't like her. Oh yeah. 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 Like it reads so clearly that she's just like, Oh my God, this fucking the one who goes, I didn't know any of this was happening. It's like you are on a television show about this. This is when you lie. And this is when you found out about it. That's weird. Again, like being on the production side of that and thinking about how that gets made. This sounds like the most stressful job in the world, because once you make contact with this group of people, you find out that the only three people that are really involved in this ghost story that I swear Adam and I are going to get to are uh, little Giuliani. Right. Becca. Her. Now husband. Who looks like an elf he does he does <laughs> he truly, he's, he's elfin he looks yeah and he worked his elfin magic on her yeah 
He never got to quest for a ring. He never got to do any of the cool <laughs> stuff, like ride on the back of a tree. Make he just, cookies. He just marries this whiny chick that has a heart problem that's attached to a beeping machine that I still don't understand that we're going to get to in a second. Right. And then there's the third person who is the friend who also moves in the, into the house who clearly wants to bone little Giuliani. That's that's what was concerning to me. <laughs> and we'll we'll get to it in more detail, I'm sure, when we start going through the, the sequence of events. But... The only two people who really agree with her that this is happening are the two people in the house who were trying to fuck. Like her. Her, yes. Right. Because there's the dude she's married to now. He's the first one who's like, "Oh, I do hear that." Okay, oh. so also okay, so let's just <laughs> let's uh-huh. Uh, yeah, okay. So Becca, I don't know what where the fuck Becca what hole she crawled crawled out of and then went to college. But she was like, she starts off with this, like, I didn't even know how to make friends. I never made friends before. And I don't know what fucking haunted. I don't know what friends are. I don't even, (laughs) first of all, that could make you cool. (laughs) True. If you know how to market yourself. You want to see some shit tonight? Just take me home. (laughs) Part of me is coming home with you now. Just because we're talking. You might as well go the whole way. Bring me with you. This ghost on my back is on your back now. It's on both of our backs. It's two ghosts. But we're going to fuck. <laughs> but we're going to fuck until I see that blood stain on the ceiling. We'll get there. Um, so Becca comes from no friendship McGee town, uh, washes up on the shores of Cleveland. <laughs> it was D-Day. She was storming the beaches of Cleveland and just decided to stay. <laughs> Can you please send this letter to my mama? <laughs> Tomorrow I get up and I sail to Cleveland. Tell her I can see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from my window and I'm fine. (laughs) Tell her I see the stars at night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I love the Dandy Warhols. So she. All right. Dandy Warhols are pretty great. They're great. But like, you know what I mean? So. She makes this is this the way she, there's two the way it's told is not the way I hear it. The way it's told is I made all these friends. The way I know what happened is she made one friend who had a group of friends and then little Giuliani never went away. Yeah, it's not really even clear who brought her into the friendship circle. It's not, but I remember what it was like to live in like a multi-roommate scenario and how desperate you become for roommates to restabilize the financial situation. Sure, yeah. So I think little Giuliani was like right place, right time for this like convergence of this pre-standing friend group and we need somebody to move into one of these rooms. It sounds exactly like that because she mentions them talking about all renting, wanting to rent a house and she was like, oh, I want to get in on that. Yeah, and I know that the friendship dynamic is weird because the way she describes how she met her husband, (laughs) this is my favorite. She's like, he was tall, but like confident, but like not rude, <laughs> which is the trifecta. Hey, I'm tall. <laughs> you want to bang one out later? So, sorry, I'm yelling. I have an inner ear thing. Um, <laughs> and then the way she describes how he asked her out is want to hang out later. And she's like, and he said that. And I was like, uh, yeah, we should definitely hang out. And then like they're in love. <laughs> That's exactly how she says it. And it made She's me laugh. Easy. I was watching it with my husband and he's like, <laughs> he's like, if you had just said, yeah, we should definitely hang out. I would have lost your number somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, of uh, course we should hang out. Yeah, we should hang out. Can my ghost come? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they don't ask. Um, <laughs> you're funny. So, so he's the the tall, confident, not mean guy who looks like an elf is part of the friendship group, but is not living in this house quite yet. She moves in. They all get this house together. Right. It's really important that as we talk about this, it's restated that the only people that have paranormal experiences are little Giuliani, her fairy boyfriend, and the other roommate who appears out of nowhere who definitely wants to fuck little Giuliani. Yes. So do you want to talk about how he enters the picture? Well, he, there's, he, he comes in not knowing something. And we were talking about this earlier. Right. Well, what he doesn't know, and at this point, I don't think most of the house knows, is that she's hearing voices. Totally ghosts. That are coming from the basement and definitely not from the fouled up wiring in her head. Nope. Because uh, she has not been molested. She has not. She is this definitely This is not, not repressed. There is, is no group schizophrenia happening there in this is house. no neighbor telling her she has a fairy princess land. <laughs> Which is a thing I Googled in group schizophrenia is very possible, especially when it's uh, when you're somehow sympathetic to the person who's uh, claiming to hear these things. I had a hysterical pregnancy once. Then sometimes you start hearing them too. I, I like convinced myself I was pregnant at one point and like started exhibiting all the symptoms. Yeah. But I, I wasn't. And if you're like, well, how else am I going to get with this girl? Seems like the easiest okay. route. So so she's hearing voices. But we have to explain the beeping. I forgot that we didn't explain the beeping. She has this like heart blood pressure condition where if she stands up too fast, she faints. But then this like alarm wakes her up. Right. Th- this has no bearing on anything that happens except for the fact that about six or seven times in the episode, you are forced to listen to this beeping sound. Right. That does nothing for the story. Nope. Definitely should have been written out. Just let I'm you know still, she's nervous, which is what you're supposed to do through yeah, the way in, you write in, the show. In every other ghost <laughs> show, nobody's got a beat machine. No. We're good. Yeah, and but... So she's hearing voices. She's hearing voices, and in the midst of all this, another roommate shows up. The taller guy. <laughs> the taller guy. But, well, we're, we're skipping one thing. We're skipping the part where her boyfriend comes on board. He's okay. the he's the one who uh, comes on board first and they they show us this by way of a really hard cut to them doing some serious fucking yeah, like it looks like, like real Cinemax light porno yeah, fucking it, there's nothing tasteful at all about it like you see parts I don't expect to see parts in a in a show like this <laughs> They don't seem in love but you see yeah no it seems like he paid for <laughs> like, that and got is, his money There is no there's no, yeah, there's no love. I don't know what other way to say this, but like, there's nothing redeeming about this sex scene. No. Like, thematically, it's unnecessary. Except that they're, they're having sex and all of a sudden she looks up and sees this blood stain or water stain that she very anemically tried to paint over earlier <laughs> in but, the episode. But then the beat machine kicked in. And then the in. beat machine went off for no reason because she was barely moving. Okay, let, I feel like she set it off because she painting, was like, I don't want to fucking paint over this. Yeah, she moves into this room. She's hearing the voices in the floor. She writes the, the, the floor voices off, looks up, sees this stain on the ceiling, and she's like, I'm going to paint it. And the way they film it, it makes it look like nothing else in the room has been painted. Right. She may have 
stabbed the roller in the rolling pit, like the paint pit pan. It looked like she was worried about getting paint on the tarp on the floor. It looked like she was worried about getting paint on the ceiling that she was trying to paint. Like, and so she's trying to paint this like ceiling stain. And honest to God, my two year old would have done a better job. Yeah. And I think they were trying to imply that she painted over it and then it comes back when they, they were having sex, but we don't I'm not get, convinced she ever really painted yeah, over that so thing. They're, so they're hardcore Cinemax boning. Right. And then they go to bed. They fall asleep. And she notices the paint coming through or the stain coming through as they're having sex, but doesn't say anything. Doesn't say, it just stops. Yeah. Yeah. Just stops and like leaves the room in terror. Just has what every guy dreams of is, yeah. you know, fucking right. Mid, mid, blew fuck, that back out. Mid, fu- mid, fuck. Sex stops abruptly. <laughs> girl cries and walks away. Right but again, again has not been molested. No we're, way. We're not here to kink shame. She is in no way triggered by anything happening in her life. No. So the the boyfriend after their encounter, he still at that point doesn't really believe her, and then he conveniently starts hearing these voices also because the sex was good because the sex <laughs> on point i think that's what this is and so she's then, like and then i hear these voices at night and uh, do you hear them please tell me you hear them uh oh my god babe i heard it huh you do but i didn't hear it that time oh well because like maybe like when you hear it no one else can hear it but then like when i hear it no one else can hear it you know what i mean Maybe it's maybe it's like multivitamins. There's some ghosts for men and some for women. And like some of them are more effective than others. Yeah. It was probably just something like that. Also, I can't get the door open. What's yeah. that? Yeah. That's got to be ghosts. It can't be that we're living in a Victorian murder house in the middle of Cleveland. <laughs> I also want to bring up how I really like your decor where you've just stapled CDs to the wall. <laughs> Who's even got CDRs so, still? Okay. Could Where'd you, they find if those? You're, okay. So this is something that's also on the show for some reason in her in her dungeon bedroom that is somehow not the basement but Uh, can we talk about the lighting in the house what lighting it's all red it's literally lit like a whorehouse like of course there's ghosts yeah dead prostitutes yeah the ghosts from all over the neighborhood are like that's it looks like the fucking beetlejuice whorehouse (laughs) it does like that's where we go yeah oh okay i my 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 wrists were were slit involuntarily by a cowboy in the 1800s what's that light i'm going there like that's how this goes (laughs) exactly but then, but then in her room during the Cinemax fucking Adam and I are like, are those CDs stapled to the wall? <laughs> and they're okay. blank CDs. You can tell from that, the shine. That we know of. <laughs> yeah. But okay. What if that's where the ghosts are? They're saved on those CDs. It's like white noise. She just needed like... to get rid of those. So, but like, okay, one time I dated a guy that had a snake. <laughs> Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. I'm pretty scary. I'm going to get out of here. I know, I know. Caitlin might finish, but I'm too un- unnerved. The snake's name was Bellatrix, which is so much. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Why? Yeah. He was a nice guy. Oh, the snake? No, the oh. guy. <laughs> okay. But anyway. No, like, that snake was an asshole. I remember thinking, like, the relationship is going good, which means I'm going to have to always know that I had sex in a room where there was a snake. Mm-hmm. <sighs> big snake yeah so you know the sex wasn't just the snake at one point him being (laughs) yeah i used it extra gross can we feed the snake now (laughs) he once was like want to watch me feed the snake i was like nope no i don't yeah there's no world that exists where i want to watch that but anyway you want to watch mutual of omaha's wild kingdom in my bedroom (laughs) 
You're going to see a rabbit get slaughtered. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I bring it up because CDs stapled to the wall is definitely not a room I would have fucked in. And I once fucked in a room that had a snake. So yeah. that's, I wanted to lay down <laughs> the, the, the bottom of the barrel kind of ambiance scenario. It's a weird vibe in that house. It is a weird vibe in that house. The other thing I brought up was that, it, yeah, it's all red light bulbs in this house. Right. Except for like other distant light. But if you look at the people that are actually supposed to be in the show, the only thing I can imagine these people having sex, like as far as ambiance is concerned, is it's definitely like full light from an overhead fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the room. Very uncomfortable, harsh light. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you can see all of the lint on the black bed sheets because that's that absolutely. Yeah. That I asked mom for a lamp for Christmas. <laughs> or I still have this and lamp. still haven't got it yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This shelf I got at Ikea when I was 15 and I still have it because it's still like, you know. It still works, you know. Anyway, I'm done. I, we can keep going. So now. they... The boyfriend is on board, suspiciously <laughs> enough, once they have sex. He's like, oh, yeah, I do hear the ghosts. And then they, this other dude decides to move in, and they're like... Because he's part of the friend group. And this is... She keeps referring to these people as the friend group, which, fine. Yeah. And they're they're like, well, we don't have any rooms left in the house. And he's like, oh, I'll take that ghost basement. And the thing is, no one bothers to tell him that this is a ghost basement basement okay but okay so you have little giuliani who's dropping hints that there might be a ghost in the basement right you really need the rent to be cheaper you do have a basement the only person in the house that has seen or not seen the ghosts is little giuliani and maybe the boyfriend i'm not telling you as a co-roommate that the basement might be haunted right and i get I, I kind of understand her justification for not telling him because she was like, I didn't want him to think I didn't want him to move in, which is exactly what I would think if someone came to me days after I agreed to rent a room and they were like, you know what? On second thought, that room's haunted. So <laughs> you should probably I mean, your decision. But yeah, just, I mean, up to you, but you should probably just find somewhere else to live because there's the thing, ghosts though, in that this room. This is why, like. I don't know. I don't know what I am or what kind of person I am. But if I <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> go on <laughs> what a statement but if i genuinely I, I know this much is what i was about to say if i genuinely believed that i that that basement was haunted i would say something i think As i the would person too. That i am i would be like i heard something and my boyfriend who was attracted to me because of my self-esteem <laughs> heard something too you don't say anything? They said nothing. I don't, I just, maybe that's why I don't like any of these people. I, on, in, on principle, I'm just like, just say something. And he, in turn, gets the craziest haunt of all. Yeah, which is? Which is, and this is what leads me to believe he was trying to fuck. Uh, she, Becca, comes walking down the steps in uh, a very suggestive dress. and Which I do believe this girl owned <laughs> oh for sure and this guy uh is seduced by what turns out to be a creepy ghost version of becca but that still means he was if that had really been her 
He was going to fuck his friend's girlfriend. See, you and I were upset on principle for two completely <laughs> different reasons in this whole scenario. Well, I just think it kind of, it's, it, one, it reveals that he did probably want to sleep with her. And then again, only the two dudes who are trying to fuck are the ones who are seeing these ghosts with her. Or they did fuck. That's where I went. I was like, so you slept together. And then the plan is <laughs> to double down on this ghost situation. It's one of those two things. The only thing I'll say is that little Giuliani in her interview, I just don't see it that she has it. She doesn't seem like a liar. I will say that she seems like she believes everything that she's saying. Because she's hearing voices in her head. Exactly. And yeah, so that they... Uh, they do they do cut to the tall guy at one point, the real version of the tall guy, and he is in tears. Yeah, he looks a little put off by this story. He, he looks like a flattened out Bradley Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Flatly Cooper. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Flatly Cooper. Yeah, that's, that's a good so way to describe it. So we've got little Giuliani, elf guy, and Flatly Cooper. And they're the only ones who are seeing these ghosts. Everyone else in the house, no one else ever pipes up and says, yep, I saw all that shit too. No. It's just Becca and the two dudes vying for her attention. Yeah. And then there's one woman who looks like a waitress on an oil rig. And then another one who looks like she runs a Chase Bank, like a local branch. Yeah. And the oil rig woman, I know exactly who you're talking about, is the most out on all of this she's just like she says one line the whole episode and it's i never knew any of this was going on <laughs> and she could not look more skeptical the entire time it's so funny oh man and the other one's just pissed what if this was just a ploy for them to like they're like well now we're fucking we should get our own place probably but we also just moved in it would be rude if we left for no reason. That is the thing. That makes sense. How about sense. we concoct a ghost now story? Now that you bring it up, and then Flatley Cooper was like, I haven't taken my meds either. <laughs> and then Netflix Everything. shows up, and it just spins out of control. <laughs> oh, that old yarn. Her fucking beeper's going off the whole time during the phone call. It's the call. worst sound. Beep! Beep! Becca, wake up! Beep! It sounds like a CO2 alarm. It's, <laughs> it, it doesn't... It doesn't sound like an alarm that's like, hey, wake up. It sounds like everyone's dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not good. You've been asleep too long. Yeah. <laughs> you're not around to hear this. <laughs> Warning. Waka you're waka, you're dead. Yeah, so uh, Flatley Cooper kind of bones a ghost, but then it ends up being like a creepy looking amorphous scary thing. He gets some of it in his mouth. <laughs> like bites his lip and also gets a little ghost in his mouth Got a little ghost in his mouth that's a, you're gonna have to floss man that's a mentos commercial that needs to get made <laughs> the death maker oh man so he gets a little ghost in his mouth <laughs> bone con bone con and, bone and uh then the finale of the show is quite a claim yes have you seen poltergeist 2 uh of course okay that's basically what she says happens that like weird worm cadaver body yeah like, almost exactly that which is scary like don't get me wrong like that if that happened to somebody right that's bad news for little giuliani it's bad news for flatley cooper it's bad news for the elf it's bad news for the oil wig oil rig waitress and the chase <laughs> manhattan ba bank manager 
And it's also bad news for literally everybody on the planet if that really happened. Right. But the thing is, again, <laughs> funny, only, funny you should say that, Caitlin. Only Becca sees it. <laughs> only her. Like, really only Becca. Like, that's not the way to say this. But like, okay, if if you and I were renting a house together, which would probably work out fine. Sure. But I, I started to hear blood curdling screams from the bathroom, which I guess we should tell them what it is. Like, I get, but it's not even really clear. It's not clear what happens. She's just walking around the house and she, then she gets out of the shower and then a, a torso and head and sort of arms with no skin screams at her. She walks in another room and sees it. And then instead of, at least as depicted in this episode, instead of just going, Oh, I don't like that. I should probably go back in the room where this isn't. She just sits in the corner and starts screaming. Screaming. It's like But if I saw a bloody torso, I'd be fucking I don't know how I'd handle that. I mean that that door had a window in it. I'd maybe stand outside that window and go, Hey, anyone want to come take a look at this? We also left a huge thing out. What's that? The guy that killed himself. Oh yeah. The <laughs> genesis of that blood stain on her ceiling. My bad. Which I don't believe a second. Okay, can you tell you this. you would probably you'll tell this better than I will. Well, that we've mentioned this stain that she keeps seeing on her ceiling. So they go upstairs. Her boyfriend goes upstairs to investigate, and what they claim is that there's all this blood spatter still still on the walls, and this like amorphous blob. That's how she describes it of goo and. Like what she's implying, and she says she asked the landlord, and the landlord's like, oh, yeah, the guy who lived here before he killed himself. Shot himself in the head. And what she's implying is that he shot himself in the head, and they just left him there to rot? Left him there for days, discovered him, brought him, brought his, brought his body out, presumably, but whatever they mess- They left some behind? What, whatever mess was there was permanent. Yeah. On some level. And not a single bottle of bleach in the entire state of Ohio. And now the the other people didn't dispute that. So apparently the landlord did tell them that story. Which made me thankful that in California you have to disclose if someone does some weird stuff in your house within a seven year period. Because I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, "Mm, not California. I don't know what the laws are in Ohio. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I guess that's possible. But you... Here's what I don't like about the the revelation. She's like, okay, I see the blood stain. All right, the guy killed himself. And her first thought is, the entity that's torturing me tortured this guy, and then he killed himself. Not, I am being haunted by the guy that <laughs> killed himself in this house. Right. I don't understand that. Yeah, that would be my my first conclusion would be, oh, yeah, that's that's what's haunting that's us. That's what it is. A guy, it's that guy. The guy that killed himself. He must want to fuck too. Yeah. And he just never got around to it. Yeah. Poor guy. And he always just jealous for all this. And now you're just throwing it in his face. Filming. Bummed out. Cinemax porn in your weirdly lit bedroom. (laughs) I need one lamp, please, with a red light bulb. One red lamp, please, for the entire house. (laughs) She's got like a frequent shopper card at like Spencer's Gifts or something. We're all photographers. We just like to keep it all a big dark room in here. I like to expose all of my film in my bedroom. Yeah. I like to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just really funny to me. I don't know why. Just like, okay. 
Well, this, like, I, I want to watch more episodes of this and see if there's any that. There is one that is genuinely creepy. Good. Genuinely creepy. It's about a, um, a retirement home. I didn't want to watch a good one with you, though. I wanted to watch this one. Yeah, this one, I really do get the sense that she had some kind of disorder, some sort of like schizophrenia or some sort of psychotic disorder. And that is an actual phenomenon where if one person's experiencing that and you're close to that person and don't hate that person, uh, you might start kind of like feeling sympathy scares. And if this is for some reason the first time you've ever listened to an episode of Pretty Scary, (laughs) Adam and I are like pretty okay with ghost stories like we're we're we're, we'll give a lot of these stories room and be like yeah that's a ghost or like that's absolutely like definitely a thing but i want to come back to the format of the show and why (laughs) i think it ruins the show because if you don't like the people right i don't buy it at all which is why if you do watch the show try to find the episode i feel like it's like the next episode after this or like third um it's about a woman telling a story about how she worked in a, like an old folks home and she's really creepy. Her friends are really creepy. The story is really creepy and it's filmed in a really creepy way. Oh, nice. and you're like, yeah, okay. That seems more yeah. real to me than whatever this chick had going on. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't like about this episode is it's never really made clear because they say we were haunted by, something called a mimic no they named it they all decided to name it the mimic did they yes well that's dumb because it makes it's it just impossible another, to google it's another annoying thing about this crew yeah i don't think the show is the show is not about uh like lore or like uh what am i trying to say urban legends or anything this is all personal ghost stories yeah that so makes you, sense so they're not going to be googleable and the mimic is a good name for it because when she was hearing voices, the voices she was hearing were the voices of her roommates. So it could have just been her roommates fucking with her too, I guess. But based on the faces and the reactions from the roommates, when I hear we all decided to name it the mimic, I don't know that this was like a roommate meeting moment. No, I, I, I think that. Like they're doing anything to get this girl to do the dishes. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> that's, much. That's what I'm picking up on here. Like, yeah. She's like an energy vampire and they just want her to take out the trash on Thursdays like she agreed to do. Right. That's it. And she can't because she's haunted. She's haunted. And her alarm goes off if she carries anything that weighs more than a ghost. Can you just imagine like, beep, I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Really so great. Like, just I'm- struggling with a shit. <laughs> just making my bed. Beep. <laughs> God. You dying up there? No, I'm okay. I'm just walking to the other side of my room because there's beep. a beep. Oh, sorry. God damn it. Because I'm beep. because there's a ghost here. Wait, did you just call me? I think I hear you. Hello, Becca. I'm literally just. I'm right I'm just here. Gonna, I'm right here. Becca. Hello. Beep. Oh my God. So annoying, but it's necessary for me. So if I faint, I'm like, I'm okay now. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why we're all getting you double A's for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, 
this is the classic tale of what happens when you bring on a new roommate and they're haunted. <laughs> She's Yoko Ono. Yeah. Was Yoko Ono just haunted? Man. Or, or was the mimic Yoko Ono? Oh, man. I really like so this. So many layers. <laughs> this new telling of Yoko Ono just uh, being a haunted person. <laughs> I buy it. Oh, man. I'm not going to call people annoying anymore. I'm just going to say they're haunted. Oh, yeah. You're cursed. You're Fuck. (laughs) Feels like a good thing to say to a person's face. Hey, you know what you are? Cursed. Hey, no offense. (laughs) You got a little something on you. You know what it is? Curse. Ghost. (laughs) Is Is that a ghost in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh, it's a ghost. Oh, no, it's a ghost. No, it's actually... I don't know what's worse though. Like ghost dick. Uh, somebody's <laughs> like, I'm haunted. <laughs> I swear to God, like everywhere I go, like things happen. And then eventually all my roommates just, they all become really toxic people. <laughs> yeah. They did all move out after that last incident. But even then I feel like it was kind of like, well, those three moved out. Now we can't afford this murder house I will anymore. say this. I will say this. I would be out of there. Because I don't like... Just to stay safe. Yeah. You never really know. I would know. just be like, fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. You know, like... Caitlin. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm out. I got it. Okay. Point taken. Point taken. I, yeah. Because you know what? I don't want to see a, a skinless torso i don't want i don't want to see that and i don't care how rational you are if your annoying roommate with the the if your beeping roommate with the red light bulbs and cds stapled to the walls (laughs) as a decor decision was like more like decorn what if they were all corn cds (laughs) hey guys (laughs) (laughs) that's what it sounded like i am a ghost (laughs) Dude, that would really suck. I'm going to haunt you. Oh, no. It's Jonathan Davis. Let's just burn it down. Please uh, don't. Oh, my God. This is my home. <laughs> Did you hear that, mate? Oh, my God. Is that ghost down with the sickness? <laughs> I would move out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Especially just... if it was a new metal ghost. <laughs> or like what if that you were... ghost sounds detuned. <laughs> or if you were being like haunted by DMX. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be great. You're just sleeping in here. Oh, oh. <laughs> now you sound like son of Sam. <laughs> man watch it or don't watch it but fucking haunted on netflix this episode is twice as long as that episode (laughs) it's always gonna be this way oh yeah bone cod is always disproportionately tied exactly yeah we could have just watched the episode just do a talk do commentary maybe we for should it. do commentary for one of them we should i'm telling you though i've said this six times already but the 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 care facility one's really creepy i i got legitimately creeped out and had to turn it off because they they do stuff with the recree that's like very scary i'll i'll watch it i yeah this show i mentioned to you when we we discussed <laughs> doing this episode that uh i have some friends oh, yeah. 
who have really strong feelings about this. And one of them is Andy Sell, who's a big horror movie guy. Right. And he, when this series came out, was like, it's perpetuating mental illness. <laughs> it's just encouraging these people's mental illness and not addressing it. And watching this episode, I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That could exactly be what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, no, the one that I like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm now I'm excited to watch more because I've, I've watched the other one of them is about one of them is like just about a guy who grew up being tortured, which I'm not watching. Jesus. Like, I, 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 I can't watch that. I can't. I Are can't. we that short on ghost stories that they, oh, also here's a torture story. I think if I, if is it about I can, John McCain, if I can war game this a little bit, no pun intended. My guess is that the production company put certain qualifiers on the kinds of stories that they went out to go get. And I think the major qualifier is we need at least six sad looking people that will sit around this one person and at least pantomime that they believe and support this individual. Right. And I think that is very, very hard to do. Yeah. Kudos to them for pulling this series off. <laughs> it's fucking Had tough. to take a lot of fucking planning. Because it's like 12 episodes, six people an episode. That's a lot of people. That's a big cast. That's a big cast. The of The Wu-Tang Clan just- of ghost shows. <laughs> it's nuts. Oh, man. Yeah, it really. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I think that's part of it is just like. Uh, I was tortured growing up. That's not a ghost story. Yeah, but I have seven people that will cooperate with me. Oh, okay. Well, you're on. Yeah. They'll all look sympathetic. Except the guy who (laughs) tortured me. Why is he here? Surprise! We needed a sixth. I'm sorry. We really needed something in the sixth act. We got to complete the circle of chairs. Can't have an opening in the chair. Ghosts will get in. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, more to come, I guess. More to come. We hope you like. We'll put this one out for free, but we'll be doing stuff like this as Bone Con. Bone Con. So uh, subscribe on the Patreon if you don't. And pretty soon there will be a, a different means to subscribe. And maybe you can subscribe to just Pretty Scary. Crazy. Crazy. Fucking crazy, man. The future. It's almost here. <laughs> Until then. <laughs> watch, watch this mediocre Netflix show. Yeah. See if you agree, I guess. If you're hearing voices coming from the basement. Oh, please watch this episode and tweet at me and explain what the name of this aesthetic for these people are. Yeah. I want to, I I need to name this. Like, I need to know what this weird Morrissey-esque thing. Yeah, they look like reserve goths. Like, yeah. they come off the bench when the other real goths are hurt. Yeah, like, when they were filming Lord of the Rings and, like, all the guys that were close got full makeup and everybody in the back just got rubber masks. <laughs> yeah. That's what they are, but for goths. Yeah, they're the rubber masks. <laughs> That's their name. That's the name of that friendship group, the rubber masks. <laughs> Can we get in touch and let them know? Do yeah. we even need to tell them? They don't seem like that kind of friendship group. <laughs> I don't think they talk anymore. Not big communicators. Although I think if we handed them a name, they would tattoo it on themselves. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) That's like, and it would be in like the dumpster. Once they accept us as their leader, (laughs) which they would do immediately. Awful dumpster kid font. Remember those dumpster? Oh yeah. Garbage, garbage, garbage pale pale kids. kids. I think it should be an old English font. It's so annoying. So you can tat it on your Old English? (laughs) Yes. Old. Old English. I... I'm such a treat. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so uh, we got to record before 10 o'clock more often. <laughs> so sure much easier. Do. Yeah. 
Holy shit. Yeah, this is great. I'm not even sleepy. Not me either. I might go see 1917 tonight. Dude, it's so good. Is it? It's playing yes. at 1015. I might have to nap, but. No, you, it, you're going to, I think you're going to like it. Oh, I'm pretty sure I will. It's just playing. It's really late. nice to watch a movie where there are no, and I don't necessarily have a problem with this. There are no superheroes and it's relentless. Like yeah. it's a relentless movie. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Oh, that's another relentless. That is oh, fuck. wall-to-wall tension. Oh my god, I love, I loved that movie so much. I did too. That movie I loved was it great. so much. But if you're like Angie, can't watch tense movies. Like she would hate that movie. If you're a person who doesn't, yeah, like my sister-in-law tension, was like, pff, like. I can't believe you told me to see that. And I was it, like, it will give you I, a panic I attack. don't realize that that's a thing. Cause like, yeah. I'm always panicking. Anyway. I like tension in a movie. Yeah. That's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah it's just, great. just checking. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, it's why it's always so strange to me when I hear that. I'm like, you mean conflict? Like any conflict? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I can't gauge it, you know, but 1917 is like, it's also one of these things where I'm like, I can sense the, the total mom in me. Cause I'm watching it and I'm thinking like, they're just children, you know, like the whole time yeah. they are. And they do a good job of that too. Right. And there's just so many great British actor cameos. Oh, really? it's just like a line of guys who have all played Hamlet in different spots throughout Benedict World War Cumberbatch I. In it? Yep. Perfect. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love that guy. Fuck. Yeah, man. I love him. And then the guy who play, hmm, he is in Skyfall. And he plays like the intelligence oh, committee guy. Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. He's so good. I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> anyway, he, he plays Moriarty on the Sherlock show. Oh, he's in this. I have like a big, he's on Fleabag too. Did you watch Fleabag? I haven't, but people keep recommending it. He'd be into it. I need to watch it. Anyway, enjoy 1917. Cause it's not fucking, I can't believe the difference that it's made. <laughs> <laughs> have it having it not be 10 o'clock while we're recording yeah yeah i mean this, i know you're gonna cut this but no this is a good episode made a big difference yeah in my energy level uh so i think that's our episode yeah that's like good solid bone con go watch the mimic episode of haunted get and high and watch it get you're gonna have to get, get high, high yeah. and watch it i can't do it for do it for caitlin i can't i can't smoke weed these days because i just i can't yeah that's, that's me that's me being like uncut uncut gems is too stressful for me weed at this point is just like it's too stressful for me well yeah i mean you got a kid and all that just fucking yeah and then it's like you're a failure anyway <laughs> <laughs> well that could be the kind of weed you're smoking but okay well yeah so, whole other thing hey prolly hey prolly Ooh. Ooh, prolly prolly oh the shores yeah. of cleveland yeah we're falling in with the what did we decide their their names were i forgot <laughs> The rubber mask. <laughs> the I forgot rubber for a second too. <laughs> We're turning into rubber masks. <laughs> Fucking rubber masks <laughs> with like their very lazy aesthetic that is frustratingly specific. Yeah. Oh man. I'm mad at the, I'm, ra- I'm mad at the rubber mask. Me too. Me too. They just have. They're just background people in the foreground. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, actually, I finally that. That perfectly synthesizes how I feel about this whole crowd of people. Well, yeah, because half of them were just silent spectators. I don't get the format of this rolling show. Rolling their eyes. I don't eyes. understand. I don't understand. None of them ever say anything else except for like Flatley Cooper cried a little bit. Like 
that's it. And then yeah. like the elf guy's like, I still married her. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Wild choice. <sighs> Fucking rubber masks. <laughs> Mad at them for, I guess, existing. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sure they're great. Yeah, I'm sure they're probably not. So They're not. Yeah, they're probably not great. <laughs> so, the, yeah, go watch Haunted. We'll do more episodes like this. I Let think- us know if there's other like paranormal content that's reality-based that you want us to review. Yeah. This is not a review. We but- could we could dig into Paranormal State, too. I fucking love Paranormal yeah, State. Paranormal State was good. I love Paranormal State. I never got into... What was the the big one? Ghost. Oh, there's some there's some other one that's that was like big at the same time as Ghost Adventures, and I could just never get into. I know, it. and I know which one you're talking yeah. about, and I can't remember because they were all lame. They weren't. They didn't have that Zach Bagans swag that I need. Paranormal State was good because it has like chapters in the show. Well, and the and the, the and host the- seemed like he had died and become a ghost at some point I, I, are himself. we sure he wasn't a ghost that's like, why they never found any he scared the fucking ghosts off ghosts and came like, in the room nope no yeah. we, oh shit there's another one here uh, yeah <laughs> he's got a he looks like he owns the place he has Let's a go. necklace on <laughs> that's never good yeah dudes and necklaces are always bad news <laughs> always bad news they're just like what are you wearing a necklace I, for come on wearing, and, and like i'm not talking about like a crucifix i'm talking about like jewelry yeah <laughs> like, like, unless you're a rapper rappers need it that it's part l- of the let look me, let me tell you nobody listening to this even considered that as the same thing <laughs> they know exactly what we're talking about <laughs> They know exactly what we're talking about yeah. because every time you see a guy wearing jewelry, yeah, it's like what? Yeah, you have what? Oh, you have a pinky ring on. You, Neat. You better be really actually famous if you're wearing jewelry, <laughs> like yeah. Johnny Depp. That's it. Or a scarf when it's hot. You yeah. better be so and, famous. And John, <laughs> you better be so. Or what about the thin scarves? Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. What is that shit about? That's a rubber mask outfit thing. That, accessory. Those are the rubber masks. I worked with this guy. He was a crazy ass salesman. And I probably talked about him on the show a couple years ago, but he's the one that lost like 150 pounds eating lean pockets. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he paranormal loved, bowels. He, yeah. His bowels are haunted. He, uh, loved Las Vegas and going into this store king baby and every time he said king baby i thought he's got to be getting i i needed to work with this guy and i remember clearly being like i'm not gonna google this because if there is really a male jewelry store named king baby i i can't look at this guy the same i mentioned it to my husband big mistake immediately googles king baby and it is exactly the kind of jewelry that we're talking about nice like bad metal riffs on what should be like maybe mindfulness tokens like (laughs) rosaries and like prayer beads oh no you gotta check out king baby you know like it's it's like where where aerosmith goes and it's like okay guy from orange county driving an (laughs) f-150 use code on pops at checkout to get 20 (laughs) percent off at king baby Get your on Pops medallions. Dude, Google King Baby. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, what D-bag? Someone is going to tweet at me and be like, hey. Hey. I own several necklaces from King Baby. And then I'm going to have to just. And here's the thing. If that's you, we're calling you a D-bag. All right. I'm committed. 
Yeah, we're all in. Because normally if somebody like tags me, tags a joke of mine, I always just like, ha, 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 because I can't. I can't. We can't. Please don't tag my jokes. Don't. Stop it. Please stop tagging my jokes. Yeah. I don't even really write jokes anymore. I For me, it's not like the tagging of jokes bothers me, <laughs> but like a thing I I run into is I'll like, someone will leave like a shitty comment on Patreon Oh. And I'll like call them out, but in sort of a playful way. And then they think we're friends. So they Don't start leaning into just leaving shitty comments like that, Don't, like in a no, playful way. No, you're feeding and here's a straight the thing. cat. Don't here's do the it. thing. I still hate it. So yeah. just don't do it because I'll just ban you from the Patreon eventually. <laughs> we can do that. We can block people. I know. Adam has. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the rubber masks. Go watch them on Netflix. <laughs> Go check out the rubber masks. Go check out the rubber masks on the Mimic episode way, of Haunted. Way, way in the back of the orc army of humanity. <laughs> And if there are, especially if there's a particular episode of one of these shows yes. that huge, has stood out huge, to you huge, huge. that tell you us. want us to cover, let us know and we'll probably and do we it. And we have, just as a heads up, we have a couple years ago covered the Zach Bagans Demon House documentary. We did cover that. We should probably cover the sequel to the Blackwell Ghost. Yeah. Which, well, we'll get all three of those in one episode though. We're not. Whatever you There's say, three man. three sequels. <laughs> four blackwell ghost movies now which is out of control all right we should probably wrap this up let's do it do we have anything to plug before we get out of here no just please (laughs) i don't know what i was about to say just be good just please please (laughs) for the love of god please please that is our plea for you please (laughs) all right Let's get out of here. Yay! Caitlin, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.